Welcome to Janan ICF Love All podcast, a podcast about how to live a God-fearing life. Each episode addresses how to use the Bible to answer real-life situations that allow us to demonstrate real Christian love. Now, here's your host, Pastor Joe Summers. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Love All podcast. The Love All Podcast. And we are hoping that you are having a great week, that you are truly blessed, and that someone loves you, and you love as Christ loves you. We are blessed today to have someone as a special guest with us who I've known all her life. Uh, Okay, so uh, this is Amber Henry. And uh, she's going to be sharing with us today. So, Amber, please go ahead and introduce yourself. Yes. Hi. Thank you so much, Mr. Summers, for having me. My name is Amber Henry. I am uh, currently living in Naples, Florida. I met Mr. Summers in Harrisburg. As he stated, he knew me my whole life. That is so true. I am a mother of three. Um, I work for a company or with a company called Norizon at Home here in Naples, Florida. We are a new founded uh, company where we go into senior homes to basically help them live their best life so they won't go into uh, assisted living or even so a nursing home. So we come to bring love, joy, peace and happiness to people's lives and just, you know, welcome life back into them, you know. Um, so that's what I do for work. I'm a mother of three. I, uh, I have two boys and a daughter, 13, 11, and six. And boy, oh boy, <laughs> don't they give me a run. <laughs> hey, I understand that. And um, I, I can understand you being in Florida. A lot of people retire in Florida. Yes. This is definitely the retire state. And the city that I am actually in is definitely the city where every retiree has come or want to come and want to move. Um, It is definitely in Naples, Florida. It's a lot of retired people here. Yes. Yes. I I, I had a friend of mine who was the governor of Pennsylvania, and he used to live in Harrisburg. During the summer and in the winter, he would go to Florida. Yeah, so um, he's considered a snowbird. <laughs> yes, yes. That's what yes, they call yes. them, snowbirds. Yes, yes, most uh-huh. definitely. But again, I uh, do appreciate you taking the time to to share with us today. And uh, wh- why don't you tell us what you do in your, in your uh, church life? Okay, so in my church life currently... Um, I haven't actually been to church for a while because I I work, um, but I always keep a relationship with God. Um, So no matter if you go to church, you know, having that one-on-one relationship with God is the most important thing. Uh, But I fellowship with my coworkers and um, like we're we all believe in God. So it's not like I'm missing church, you know, uh, but we, we fellowship. And, you know, um, help out in my um, 
community where I am, you know, there's a lot of children. So children, uh, giving, just giving back to the children and, and speaking life into them and being uh, a positive role model, how, you know, Christ wants us to be. I, I do that in the community and out and just in the world. So I, I'm, I'm currently not attending church because I go to work, but um, that doesn't stop me every day. We, we talk about God with the clients and just like, it's amazing how God sets you up for in a workplace where you can talk about God. You know, there's some places where God is like a definite no, but within our workplace, um, we have clients who believe in God. So that's the, 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 the icing on the cake where you're able to minister, you can read the Bible and um, pray and, you know, have singing songs and just, you know, really doing the work of God in the workplace. So it's like a, a, a dope situation. <laughs> All righty. Amen. I, I think sometimes we, uh, we use the word church and, and, and I, I, I find myself doing that sometimes too, is that we, we sometimes think of it as a physical building yes. when it is not it's the people we are the we are the church correct right and uh-huh. uh and, and, and as such um i again uh i remember a friend of mine charlie tremendous from harrisburg he would always say that some people say that they are going to go into ministry full-time he would always say that you, if you are a Christian you are in full-time ministry already exactly if you're a real Christian exactly Right. It's, it's and, not just uh, Sundays where you just go to church. So it doesn't have to take for you to go to an actual building to be the church, because when God comes back, he's not looking for no building. <laughs> we our our body is the building, our temple. You know, we have to exemplify God and show that you don't have to just go in the building. And the now now in the days we need to go outside the building. That's what's wrong. Everybody want to stay inside the church building you know amen you, you're certainly right and uh we know that while christ did go to the synagogue or to the temple or uh, he's he did most of his teaching outside yes absolutely yeah most uh and in fact of the bible records very little of christ's actual teachings inside the church right, mm-hmm. right. So on, and that's, on the mountain uh-huh. And that's the, you know, that's the good thing about when we do um, have relationship with God. It shouldn't just be inside of a building. It shouldn't just be in our homes. It should definitely start at our homes, but we should take it outside of our homes and into the workplace and just into the world. Because sometimes we are literally the only Bible or Christ-like that people will ever see because they don't know about God or they don't know about, you know, the church or they've been ran out the church because of, you know, life situations and people step away because of things they've been through, you know, but we still have to be Christ-like so that the person or people can see like, hey, now, wait, what's going on? Who, who, how do you, and why do you act like that? And we can introduce them not forcefully, you know, but they'll see something's different about them and they want to know, how did you get that way? Because I haven't always been this way, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I, I, 
I I clearly understand. Clearly mm -hmm. understand. Uh, and as as you say, you know, we've always said is that uh, that that we are the Bible. That sometimes mm -hmm. people will never read the Bible, but yes. they read us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, uh, and we have to live a, a life and witness uh, because we're supposed to be a light to the world. Yes. And the Bible says is that we're supposed to be like a light on top of a hill, mm -hmm. not hiding. Yes. But shining. Definitely. So uh, tell me a little bit about your, your journey through your Christian life. Ooh, okay. Okay. Wow. So I've, I've had a lot of a battle in this life um, because I was in the world and I liked it heavy. I was, as a teenager, not listening, doing what I wanted to do and not knowing the price that you have to pay, you know, when you don't be obedient to God. If you know that you have a call on your life as young children or teenagers now, and you can hear from God, listen, because you, you, you want to make sure that you're aligning yourself up. I didn't align myself up, uh, but I had my grandma who pushed me and prayed for me and just prayed over my life where I, I shouldn't be where I am today. I probably should be dead or in jail because of the life choices that I made. You know, um, I was out in the streets and like fighting, just doing unnecessary things. But in that time and era and where I was, it was fun. It was, um, it, it was exactly what it was, what I got into. I wasn't focused, um, but it took for me to become a mom. Um, when I, when I had my first son, I was 20, I was 21 when I got pregnant with him. So, I mean, I, I started to change my life before then. Um, I was in eighth grade and my eighth grade principal told me that I need to change my life or I'm going to end up in jail or dead. She had my mom sign a permission slip and I went to the Schaffner Youth Center in Harrisburg. It's, it's a juvenile detention center. And she took me there on a field trip. <laughs> I was in the eighth grade and I went there on a field trip by God's grace. That's all it took was for that field trip because when they closed those doors, not even doors, when they closed the cell, you know, there's no coming out. There's no freedom. There's no, you can do what you want to do. Then there's an open glass where they can see what you're doing. And then you have a cot, you don't have a comfortable bed, you know? So I had to take all of that into consideration. And I had to start praying, you know, at the age of, um, 14, like God helped me because I didn't know what else to do. Cause I didn't want to end up there, but my behaviors would have made me end up there, you know? Uh, but by God's grace and prayer and <laughs> um, then changing after a while, I didn't end up going to jail, but it took some time. But like I said, it took for me to get pregnant with my first son. And that's when life changed for me, because I knew that if I wanted to be a mom and a good mom at that, I could not go to jail. I couldn't do the things that I was doing, you know, like drinking and smoking and just just doing whatever the world was doing. I couldn't be caught up in that if I wanted to be who God called me to be at that time. And that was a mom, you know, and I wanted to be a good mom. So um, becoming a mom is what 
changed me at first, you know, um, and just having that relationship and prayer with God helped change my whole entire life. Like a whole, <laughs> it changed me completely, you know. Um, so with God's guidance, his Holy Spirit, it, it touched me. It, it touched me deeply. It, it, it's already in us, but we have to allow the Holy Spirit to come out, you know. Um, so that that is what happened for me. The Holy Spirit was always in me, but I didn't know how to be aligned. And uh, being one and and listen, because I was hard headed. <laughs> I was hard headed, Mister Summers. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying a word. I'm listening. Look, you know, you look, you know, you knew, you you knew the teenage years was rough, but um, I, I thank God with you know having that one on one relationship with God outside of the the wrongdoings um it, it it doesn't matter you can still do wrong and god still love you you're still his child but the choice is always yours that's one thing i love about god he gives us a choice he doesn't force us to do anything so it took me time because i was taking my time <laughs> <laughs> but the sooner the sooner you get in in alignment with god the sooner you'll be better off but this walk is not easy either. <laughs> Amen. You know, it gets it Amen. gets challenging, but when you you have the word and when you have people around you who knows more than you and who can guide you and help you, it it will definitely um all turn out for your good. No matter what how you started out, it will all turn out for your good. And that's what happened to me. It's turning out for my good. I'm I'm living I'm living in in God's alignment that God has for me, the purpose. I'm I'm stepping into um more. I'm becoming. And that's what it's about, becoming who God has called you to be. So I'm becoming. I'm still becoming. <laughs> yep. That says uh, we're all a work in pro in, in, in progress. Absolutely. And as, as the Bible says, we should be like clay. Mm -hmm. let, let God mold, mold us, us as he wants us to be. Yes. Amen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, so tell me now, you, 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 you are now have passed through the teenage years. Mm -hmm. You're in the mommy years now. Oh, um, yeah. What, what advice do you give to young people when you talk to them? Oh, the advice I always give to the young people is to, you know, listen to comprehend, not listen to respond. And just say, say, say that again, please. Listen to comprehend. Don't listen to respond. That this is, is so, I have to so tell true. My kids this. I'm sorry. That is so, so true. Mm -hmm. I, 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 when I talk to people, uh, I you know I talk to them about how people we communicate, uh -huh. and sometimes we don't listen to the other person. We're busy right. trying to figure out what's our next argument. Exactly, right. it, it exactly like just even today, like I were talking to my sons, and you know, and I always encourage them. I encourage them every single day, and you know, I encourage their friends or just just any child that I could come, you know 
and I see, I'll always encourage them to be respectful to their parents because as parents, it's really hard and there's really no book, even though there's books out there, but every child is different. So we have to learn our children, but our children has to always listen and and be respectful because if I mean if we could just get this thing where they can listen and not respond but to listen to try to understand like what we're saying it will be so much better you know um in this world but it's like we play tug of war with each other because they're listening but they hear and they and they comprehend it how they want not not listening but they just automatic just real quick real quick (laughs) Yes. Just real quick speaking. Just quick, quickly speaking. And it says what? To be slow to speak. What's the, what's the scripture where it talks about you? You got to be slow to speak, right? right. That means slow we have to speak, listen. slow to anger. And slow right. to anger. But when we right. speak so quickly, that's what, why we get quick to anger. Because no, I didn't say what you, what you thought I said. You took it in how you want it or what you comprehend it how you you know uh looked at it that's that's not what i said right now listen carefully now i'll repeat myself okay and i will repeat myself i I did this to my son earlier and he you know he was quiet afterwards because he heard what he wanted to hear (laughs) yes he heard what he wanted to hear because they're so quick so quick okay on to the next so quick on to the next no let's listen let's listen and let's take some time and let's, you know, assess the situation and then move forward. It's not always that you have to just be so quick on your feet. Right. I know at, at church sometimes I usually, uh, I like to use uh, example of cooking. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, you, you can get a microwave and you can cook some meat very quickly and it's brown mm. and it's okay. But it ain't the but, same in that oven that's slow roasting and, and oh, taking its time and that marinating and all of that. It don't work the same. It, it, it can it can come out, Not the same. but it ain't going to be the same. You, you are you know? so right. Uh-huh. So, and, and, you know, in this day and age, everything is so quick. Everything is so fast. And they want it right away, right away. Just even with the microwave and the oven situation, you know, they will rather warm it in a microwave than take time to cook. Uh, there's a lot of kids out there who don't know how to cook. My kids, they know how to cook because mom be tired sometimes. So <laughs> listen, y'all got to learn how to cook because when you get older, mommy's not going to be able to come to college for you and cook for you every day. And, you know, so we got to learn how to cook. And And just even with cooking, it takes time, you know, but they don't want to take time. Like everything is just so fast. They want to get it done so they can play a game or, and, and life is, life is not a game, but we play with it. Yes. 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 So, so I, I, I like your, your, your advice of listening to comprehend and not mm-hmm. listening to respond. Mm-hmm. I like, I really like that. Yeah. I mean, cause it will go, it will go far if, if we do that. I had to learn that. I'm still learning that. It's it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy because I'm still learning too. Cause you know, it's like even if you already know an answer, right? You don't have to, it's it's not always that you have to answer so quickly because how do you know I'm not adding something else to it? Right. 
So we have to listen. Right. Let's let's take our time and let's listen and then assess the situation. And then when you know that you know that you know, then then you know. And you just then you go ahead. But if you don't know because you answer so quickly and then you don't want to answer again because you were wrong, that's why we have to take our time. Agreed, agreed. Um now uh, I guess um as you work with the 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 uh, your your clients and you share with them uh, your religious experience uh, how, how do they accept that well you don't just go in with that you have to make sure that they accept it first because you you can't just go in like that so when they bring it on you know, when they talk about God or they have a relationship with God, like you, you, you know, based off of how they do it. But I, I go in and I, and I always just have to be the light that God has taught me to be or, and, and is showing me actually daily. Um, you know, I pray before I go in because you never know, cause it's a spiritual, was it's spiritual, every spiritual word for everywhere we go but nobody sees that. So, uh, you know, you just pray and you ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you in all truths in that day, in that moment, and at that time. And you allow the Holy Spirit to use you. Um, if they want to read the Bible, you read the Bible with them. If they want to pray, or even if they don't want to pray, sometimes people feel down. And, you know, if if I, and then I, because I know how to read people, if they're not feeling well, you know, I can always ask, would you like to pray? And, most of the time, you know, depending on the client, they will say yes, and it will be amazing. And, you know, they will definitely be thanking God as the prayers are being prayed. And then, you know, things manifest when two or more two or more are gathered, God is in the midst. So that's amazing, you know, where you're able to pray with your clients or just talk to them about God and in your journey and, you know, if you tell people where you come from and then like, they don't know that person. They only know what they see on a regular. And it's like, wow, like, yeah, you're becoming like, you're, you're, or you are a good person, but you just, you just bring, you bring God everywhere you go. But in this world, we can't, um, we can't really say God, but if you show uh, the characteristics and, and be loving and caring and kind and compassionate, you know, God is there. Amen, amen. I, 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 I uh, when I'm talking to to young people, sometimes I talk about the fruit of the spirit, mm-hmm. and nowhere in the fruit of the spirit says God. No, it doesn't say that. But but mm-hmm. what but what it does do is every characteristic there is is God. Exactly, exactly. And you have to, you know, when you know that. It's, it becomes so easy, you know. You don't you don't have to you don't have to fake it or you don't have to um, try. You don't even have to try hard because it's it's already in you. What's in you comes out of you. Yes. Yes. What's in you comes out of you. Every day, whether you wanted to or not. It's what it's, it's the, you are so right there. Now, uh, before we end up today, uh, let me ask you. Uh, I, we talked earlier about uh, what advice you would give young people. 
what what about people that they they surround themselves with? Oh yes, so they should always surround themselves with positive people. It's not everybody. We all have good and bad in us. Um, just you know, if they could surround themselves with people that you know when they bring people around their parents. And if their parents be like, no, you know, they should try to listen. But I know with the world and how things are, um, they want to be in the in crowd. And you're not made to, to fit in. You're made to stand out. So anybody who is trying to make you do anything where it's peer pressure and you know it's wrong, get away from them. Listen to your parents because your parents are your parents for a reason. <laughs> Because they yes. can discern good spirits and bad spirits. Not every child has that, you know, ability to, to discern. And we have to go through some things in order to know, like, you know, oh, well, dad, they're not a good friend. Like, although they may be popular, but, you know, it's it's not always about being popular either. So don't always want to run with the popular kids because popular kids can be bad kids. You want to be with people who you know, who you're taught to be like, you know, uh, if your parents are teaching you to be respectful and listen in the classroom, not be disruptive, you want to, you know, gravitate to those type of students and, and kids and, and people who you know that you're, you, you know better. When you know better, you do better. But if you don't know, and if somebody looks different and they're studying and they're like getting good grades and they're you know, just doing stuff that's the right thing. Get friends with those kind of kids because you'll go far with kids like that. It's not always about being with kids who are like class clowns and making fun of people because that's mean. And most people who do that, they're, they're, something's going on in the inside of them. They're hurt and hurt people hurt people and heal people heal people. So if you want to be a part of the solution, get yourself healed so you can help people and don't be hurt so you won't hurt, you know, so you won't hurt people. You know, just and 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 pray. Pray, 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 pray. If you don't do anything and if you don't hear nothing I say, pray. Prayer helps and God will meet you right where you're at. Don't feel that you're any less than anybody because God loves you and he wants the best for you, but you got to want the best for yourself and be encouraged no matter what's going on around you and be of good cheer, be loving, be caring, be kind, be respectful, have self-control, be gentle and 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 let God bring his peace that surpasses all understanding. If you're going through something right now, only God can help you just get that peace as you're going through the process. Because it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. But as you're going through the process, trust that God is going to be with you because he never leaves us nor forsakes us. And he never gives us more than we can bear. So it, it may feel heavy. But you got to know that when you're weak, God is strong. So sometimes you don't have to always act strong, you know, be there and be in that weakness. So God can be the strength in your life and walk you into victory because victory is on the other side of whatever you're going through. Amen. 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 I, uh, I really, really enjoyed talking with you today. Uh, yes, I mean, you, you, you don't really know how, how much you have, uh, 
made my heart leap with joy. Oh, oh, thank you. You made my heart leap for joy when you reached out. I was just like, come on, God. Now this is this is funny because okay, so let me let me say another thing. Being obedient is what we have to be because when you're obedient, God is going to make room for you. He will definitely make room for you. You may not see it right away, but in due time and just keep being of good courage and good cheer and doing what God called you to do. And, and then like tonight, this is, well, it's morning time where you're at, but tonight me being obedient and just getting on Facebook and just being encouraging, you know, because I've, I've always stop myself from being encouraging because I'm like, oh, well, you know, nobody likes it or nobody does, but it's not about me. You know, I have to be selfless and not selfish. And I have to be obedient to God because me being obedient to God allowed you to even click on and comment and then ask if I could do a podcast. Like that's nobody but God in the alignment and the obedience is better than sacrifice. So me being obedient for those couple minutes allow me to come on here and to just, you know, express my love and joy that I have for God and and, and the young folks and let them know that it's it's not easy. But listen, with God, all things are possible. Amen. Amen. Uh-huh. Amen. Um, as I told you earlier, I've, I've, I've watched you grow. Yes. Oh, yes, you <laughs> did. For sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, and we we all need to understand that somebody's watching us. Oh, for sure. Somebody's watching us. Whether we uh, whether we know it or not, we don't we don't have to we don't have to know who's watching us, but we have to know that somebody is. That's right. That's right. And uh, so again, uh, I I really appreciate your time, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, look forward to continuing to have. uh, Ongoing discussions with you. Anything that oh, you yes. need from me that I can support you in what you're doing, let me know. Absolutely. Uh, please, pl- please tell the family hello for me. Okay, it's we'll do. Quite a while since yes. I've been in Harrisburg. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. But uh, yeah. please tell them I, I I still try to keep in touch with Harrisburg to some degree. Right to some degree. I m- me me too. That's to some degree. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. some degree. <laughs> yeah. So uh, again, blessings to, to to the audience. As always, thank you for uh, listening to us today. Yes, uh, thank you. And know that if you have any questions for Amber, let me know, and I uh, will we'll chat with her, and and if necessary, get her back on again. Uh, I know that Amber is interested in podcasts herself, so uh, we, we may be hopefully presenting her again on her own podcast. Yes, Amen. 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 Yes. So uh, remember, audience, that uh, this is the Love All podcast. And as always, uh, we love you. We love you. We love you. Yes. But more importantly, God. you need to love. Make sure uh-huh. that you love someone as uh-huh. Christ loves you. Yes. And have a great day and be blessed. And Amber, know that even I'm in China, but I still love you. Oh, and I'm in Florida, and I love you, too. All righty. Take care. (laughs) Thank you. You have a blessed day on purpose. Okay. All right. Thanks for joining us on Janan ICF Love All podcast.
New podcasts are scheduled each Monday and Wednesday. Make sure to visit our website, www.jananicf.com, where you can find weekly sermons and past podcasts. Please remember to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate it if you'd simply tell a friend about the show. That would really help us out. If you like the show, you might want to email us at loveall at jananicf.com and request a free copy of our ebook, Gems for Daily Meditations, and sign up for our daily thoughts. See you next time. Blessings and love to all.